What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious, along with just the total package, Craig the British Bulldog, and Cuz, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, overhyped and failed gimmicks, part four. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcast. Or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you give Jess a heart attack and follow us on Instagram or Twitter? Fuck you, fuck you. Or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. And don't forget that lovely Daily Motion. I know Jess has a ton of content. He's going to upload that on any day. Yeah, I'm lagging, okay? I get yeah, it. You're, you're, you're fucking up. It's for sure. I've been promoting What's it for weeks. What's drink? You need to yeah, I looked at it today, and I'm like... Why is there no more content on here? I know I'm letting all the episodes breathe. Why are you so mad about it? Just put it on there. Thank you. Because people people are going to Daily Motion and they're being very disappointed. I'm getting phone That's calls. That's true. Just, That's true. You gotta you gotta get it on there. Well, or tell Cuz to do it. Get some woo energy you in you. Cuz I'm gonna do shit. You need to get some woo energy in you, buddy. Yeah. Some woo. So get some. That's woo energy. Some woo energy. Buy yourself a golf cart and get some woo energy and post some yeah. shit on Daily Motion. Then you can put it all over set. Jess, is is this the first time we've done something for the fourth time on besides obviously our weekly on 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 um unscripted stuff? I love this series. I'm before Jess I want to say we've done I love this series when it's wrestling so gets fun. real four. We've done when wrestling gets real four times, I think. Oh, yes, we have. I could be wrong, but I could be wrong. But yes, so this overhyped and failed gimmicks was something we started out with uh, when we first started the podcast. I don't believe we've done one on video. Whoa, really? You might be right. It's the first one on oh, video breaking, since we've been. We're making history, guys. So I was not in. No, I've been involved in making now. I've been involved in an overhyped gimmick episode. You video. were. However, we did record one and I never aired it. So we Why? did record Why? a four okay. one. Because I was drunk. <laughs> because you're oh, acting like this. You're accusing me. I don't like you. I don't and appreciate that's why it. I didn't do it. That's so, exactly so what yeah, we, we did record an over hyped and failed gimmicks four. However, I never aired it. I don't know why. I don't remember why. It's Craig no. was. The number one reason why we don't air episodes, let's just be frank, is one of us is super drunk. <laughs> I don't think that was that time. And I respect you I, and I truly love you don't think for it. it. That that's why you're my best friend. I respect you when you make that decision. It happens often. I accept your praise, but I'm just saying I don't believe that was that time there's, for part four. One other reason why we don't. I think I really believe that we didn't record the audio or some of the audio got fucked up. I think. Yeah, looking at you, cuz piece of shit. I think it was. I think it was a time where we had a ton in the can. Things out, get this unaired. I think it was a time where we had a ton in the can, and I. We didn't record. Someone didn't record audio, or Craig's audio fucked up, or so, whatever. Like and I think that that's is the why number two reason. And it's, it's music Craig is number one and number two. It's the drunkness God, or the audio fucked up. And that's why uh, I don't. But okay. so I think that it was go something to, like go that. Go to Craig's so, GoFundMe anyway. page for a new laptop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do you know what? I instantly went shit. That's right. There is a second reason. I, I don't. I truly it's don't remember why, but I know we did record it, but I we did not air it. All right. I'm sorry. All right, it's all, me, it's all good. Let's just cut this out. Let erase, 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 erase. Let's just jump right into it. So, volume four <laughs> starts with seven <laughs> WCW Craig, 1999. Runnels, who's who's Runnels? Does anybody know who Runnels is? Justin no. Runnels, oh, clap, 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 clap. Right, return to World Championship Wrestling on the November eighth, nineteen ninety nine edition oh, of WCW. That was a good Monday period Nitro. for WCW. There was Ooh, that was peak WCW, if I recall. 
filming several vignettes for a fantastical oh, face-painted character named Seven. These vignettes contain ominous uh, footage of Rhodes in full makeup standing outside a child's bedroom window. Oh, Not Jesus. the makeup you're thinking of, by the way. Completely oh, different from Jesus. the Goldust oh, gimmick. Must be from Hollywood. But this gimmick was reported to have been based on the Strangers from the 1998 film Noir Dark City. The character was dropped after Turner Standards and Practices <laughs> expressed concern that this gimmick would be misinterpreted as a child abductor. He was I standing like the outside fact, their okay. window. I like the oh, fact, wow. yeah, well, we and got, he would well, possess them. After. I'm just saying. So if you don't remember the vignettes or whatever, the child would turn around and he would be possessed and have black eyes. And like it was, it was really, it was legitly creepily and nicely done. However, I support their decision uh, for pulling this. I just find it funny that Turner, the Turner Brass, pulled this and not a bunch of other shit that they tried, like you know, during the dying years of WCW. But mm. alas, uh, here we are. That's why he makes the list. Upon, a lot of people forget about the fact. Dave, go read the last shit. part here. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting you to it. Upon yeah. returning to WCW television, Rose removed his costume and delivered a work shoot in which he mocked unrealistic gimmicks as well as his time as Goldust in the WWF. Everybody in here to take a good, long look at this crap I'm in. What? I left the World Wrestling Federation for gimmicks like this. All of you don't know I was Goldust, and Goldust sucked. Goldust nearly ruined my wrestling career. After turning heel upon his return, Reynolds began wrestling as the American Nightmare. Wow. That's weird. What? With his nickname reference to his father's nickname, the American Dream. But I thought Cody Rhodes. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So I remember, I remember the Nitro. They did the entrance. So Dustin Rhodes, I recently watched a shoot interview, and he talked about this character, which is why I wanted to put it. Actually, when I saw that interview, I was like, we need to do an overhyped and failed gimmicks part four because uh, this is great. So he talked about the character. He actually liked this character. Nobody forced him to do it. He wanted to do something that was spooky. So he did that. They let him fucking film the vignettes. And then finally, when Russo at the time, he was ahead of creative, he came back to Dustin and he's like, yeah, they're not going to fucking do that shit. Like, uh, yeah, they're, they're kind of afraid of it. They think he might be like a child abductor or something like that. And he was like, well, fuck. <laughs> so they made him on his debut. He, it was, he said it was like, ah, I don't remember the, the price. It was like $25,000. Might even been more. For him, he came down on a cable system from the top of the WCW Titantron, came down, floated, floated. down to the ring and dropped. They did the gimmick. They spent $25,000 knowing that he was going to go into the ring and cut a promo and rip anyway. it all off and say, I'm just Dustin Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Glad it's over there. What is that figure? Oh, would you? I've never seen any type of entrance like this. He is. He is floating to the ring. Like, because they exited. So they filmed the vignettes and they said, we're going to air it. They started airing the vignettes a couple weeks before he debuted. And then Turner's like, Turner brought the Turner Brass is like, oh shit, we didn't see that stuff airing. You can't do that. You cannot be that character. 
And so he's like, well, fuck, we've already been airing the vignettes. I've already filmed four of them. We've aired two of them. What do you want me to do? And they're like, I don't know, but you can't do it. So Russo is like, well, come down in full character and do the float. They spent the 25 grand to float him down. Joseph could be like, this shit's stupid. And he takes all the stuff off or whatever. So like, it's so fucking crazy. Like, went I, lo- I love it. the it end of like WCW because it was so bad. There's no difference and, if he just would have walked out and stomped out like he was angry, like if it was a full shoot, like save right. the money. And especially at that point, I think they were nah. out of money. Money. Oh, Craig, nothing would have saved it at this point. Craig. <laughs> yeah, no. You're right. I mean, you're yeah, right. An extra twenty five thousand dollars. Well, my, $25, well, my, my question was how much? How much money did money have to get money. He has to, say. to leave <laughs> WWE in '99 to go to WCW? That was a I. It was more of a. It was more of a Dustin was fired. I think Dustin was having problems, and so okay. it was. A, it was more Dustin was let that, go. Okay. So he comes in WCW. He's like, I want to do like a uh, like a child molester gimmick. I think it'd be really really cool if I dressed so, like a like so out you're there. Telling, you're telling me you're telling me kids around their eyes are black and saying so, they're me on my side. They're on my side. That's what you're telling me. It's a Kurt Angle situation. Is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I love Kurt Angle, but Kurt Angle did not leave because he had to. How many gimmicks has Dustin survived on his talent in the ring? He can survive. Jesus, good, good for you, Dustin. Yeah. The world's family's been put through it, man. I'll tell you. The Glacier. WCW 1996. No, no segue. Okay, sorry. No. Next one. End of that one, starting you, next one. You got a segue yeah, that, between a Seven and Glacier from mm-hmm. Seven no way. Mm-hmm. three years. Kids can well, be cold. Dustin's character was melting. <laughs> Glacier. <laughs> Stop. Glacier definitely locked shit up. Um, well, uh, yeah. he was stopped frozen in his tracks. Glacier. <laughs> well done. Fantastic. Well done. That is a, that's like a definite DJ move. Well done. Fantastic. Okay, beginning in April of 1996, Ray Lloyd's new ring persona, Glacier, a gimmick similar to the Mortal Kombat character Sub-Zero, was introduced via a series of vignettes during WCW programming that featured the tagline, Blood Runs Cold. At the time, I was into martial arts, and I really thought that uh, Glacier would have popped at that time, but... uh, uh, the narrative would have you believe. Sorry, go ahead. That was, You're doing Bishop podcast today. That's great. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. Glacier was also given one of the most extravagant interests in wrestling at the time, which consisted of the blue laser lights streaming across the arena and synthetic snow falling from the ceiling. That's right. So dumb. All, the All of it. Enveloped in blue lighting. Dave, read this shit and this shit. What is it with WCW? Go ahead. This read will, this. This will make you so angry. Production God. costs for the entrance amounted to nearly. Half a million dollars on a costume and armor designed by Andre Freitas and of Atlanta-based AFX Studios cost thirty. It was five thousand months and months of vignettes and teasers for it. Months and his costume cost thirty-five grand because it was of the. It was done like they would do uh, like horror movies when they do like the uh, uh, fuck not plexiglass. Jesus Christ, the latex. Mm-hmm. So it was all it's done with like latex and molded that way. So it was an actual like movie suit that they would put on people mm-hmm. in the Mortal Kombat movie. So it was $35,000 for the suit. And every time he did his entrance, it was almost half a million dollars. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Max, look at that. That's steady in his eyes right here. I guarantee you, legend, you know about all this stuff here. Jim Markin's got to mean something to this young man. I'm not sure he's got one blue eye and, and one dark eye, but 
Plus the movement here, from what I understand, guys, this guy, black belt in Kung Fu, one of the forms of Kung Fu, many styles, studied under Japanese masters in Japan. There's more to that story, I'll tell you about it. But he's managed to combine the hard and soft styles along with the Korean styles, which involves all the different forms of kicks. This man is a unique athlete and is going to bring a unique you said, 1996, you said, by the you said, way. You said what fuck, and the answer is Eric Bischoff. You know that. This was his baby. You know This that. was in 96, by the way. Yep. His debut, not Bischoff's, but Glacier's, uh, finally occurred on September 9th of 1996 episode of, of Pro? Yeah, not Nitro. Pro. WCW Pro. Wow. Wait, when he wait, pinned the gambler for real? in a match. What was Pro? On a war summer Saturday show? I don't know it what was like a, was. It was a syndicated like Sunday show. Oh, my God. It was only uh, one of two matches in which he executed the chronic kick finisher off the top rope. And the chronic kick finisher, by the way, I didn't write it down, $17 million every time he did the chronic kick finisher, apparently, because they're just dumping money (laughs) into it. That's not true. That's a lot of money. Yeah, they changed it to a spinning reverse roundhouse kick and subsequently to a $14 million. $13 million. Uh, Glacier then defeated Bubba on the Nitro debut on September 16th, ending the brief feud there. The original costume and blue lighting were scrapped, however, and after only his fourth yeah. match, we don't, yeah. we don't need that. After $2 million, 000. Turner's like, um, what are we doing here? Look at that $535,000 worth of shit that we spent. We just throw it away. A pinfall victory on Nitro over Mike Wenner on September 30th, following a subsequent 10-week hiatus on WCW television. Doesn't matter. He reappeared on the Nitro uh, December 2nd, which he debuted a new ring outfit and interest music after an undefeated streak and never moving past the lower mid-card era. He finally left the company in 99. So are you saying that he's still undefeated, Jess? No. No, he finally got Goldberg beat him. Goldberg beat him. Yeah, Goldberg beat him. Uh, but he was undefeated for a full fucking year from 96 yeah. to 97. And then Goldberg finally beat him uh, as part of Goldberg's streak. So what one streak fed another. Um, but like, yeah, they did not know what to do with him. And Bischoff has talked about it on his podcast. And I, I actually believe Bischoff on this. He's like, so he was a design that we started doing in late 95. And so he's like, by the time I got him and I got, I knew who was going to play the character and I got the shit built and I got the entrance done or whatever, the NWO had kind of taken over at the time. So he was supposed to debut in early April, but because all the production value with his entrance and the, the outfit that he wore pushed him back till after the summer in the summer, Hogan Hall and Ash formed a weird renegade group that nobody knows about. And like after that, all wrestling became real, like realistic based. So he's debuting this Mortal Kombat character in the fucking right at the beginning of when the NWO started winning wrestling fans over because they wanted something different and they wanted real and fresh and not bubblegum characters. So he debuts a bubblegum character right when NWO hit. So he's like, yeah, so he's like, dude, people fucking Nobody hated cares. him from the beginning. We yeah, all immediately like, hated it. It flopped instantly. So yeah, Bischoff was like, Bischoff was like, fuck, I fucked you, up. It was, yeah. it was one of those things that was so teased for so long, I it would never, up, ever work. Um, and so you even when you up. came out, it was laughable. I think we were all still hanging out just south of this time. Bischoff, by the way, made a faction to feud with him with Wrath and Mortis. Yes. And James, James Vanderbilt, is that his name? But those Band took or something. Off better, yeah. uh, no, they were they were all like Mortis had the same outfit, and Mortis yeah, was like, they looked, they Brian looked Clark. The same, yeah, yeah. Mortis was Adam Bomb, 
and or used to be Adam Bomb, and that's who Mortis Jesus was. Christ. And everybody knows wow. who Glacier. Uh, sorry, Glacier. Um, Mortis was um, uh, Canyon. Canyon. And Canyon. so, uh, so yeah, so they put Canyon in a mask or whatever. And I like their feud because Canyon's so fucking talented. He made those yep. matches great, like that with them. But like, so Bischoff created. So when he flopped, Bischoff's like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! Who do I feud him with? Oh, I'll make more Mortal Kombat stars." So they made Mortis and James, whatever his name was. I don't, I don't remember the man. Van Van Der Beek, the Dawson's yeah. Creek guy. <laughs> That's not true. But it was it was James Van or something. Totally true. For sure. Yeah, and, and so he was the manager, and so the, he tried his hardest like to make it work. So he made Glacier feud with other Mortal Kombat kind of stars. And like so it just it never worked, even though fucking Mortis was I thought Mortis was great. Uh because he was, Kenny, I so like, good, I so talented. Costume. Um and they they actually had decent matches if you go back and watch it, but the whole aura of it was, it was just too like Bischoff's like, I just tried to fucking make characters for him to feud with, and they were just as corny and just as over the toppy, and we were trying to capitalize on Mortal Kombat. They spent yeah, too, failed, they spent and, too yeah. long trying to hype it that it never would have lived up to its right. I, I remember I it was weeks and weeks and weeks yep. just fucking debut the yeah, guy and let us just fucking build it was and then they tried they brought him the back first night i remember they made him heal where he was like he thought he was really a character and a superhero and they did that for a while in like 99 and it kind of didn't really work or whatever it it never worked like it did just he have oh, like just contacts in like blue like yes. blue ice contacts yeah. yes oh that's cool yeah. that's pretty cool that's pretty i cool. don't care oh what i don't mm-hmm. care this is best Only gimmicks cares. right no it's not <laughs> no no Oh. You're getting way too into it. Oh. Uh, speaking of getting way, way too into it, we were way into Diesel and Razor, I think, at one point, right? And when someone told us that Razor Ramon and Diesel are coming back to WWF, we are like, what the hell's going on here? Um, y'all remember, right? We all thought, oh, man, people are coming back. That's When I was a kid, everything. I believed it. And y'all oh, tuned in. You, you I, know, I actually you, believed you all, it. You know y'all tuned in. This you fucking mark. In 1996, I was. September of said year. <laughs> Play-by-play announcer That's Jim exactly Ross right. introduced Rick Bogner. I was eight. I was ten years old. Have a big Rick comeback. Bogner as Razor what? Ramon and Glenn Jacobs as Rick Boogs. Glenn Jacobs. No, Boogs. Rick Bogner. <laughs> what the? No. Well, you don't know. You don't care. But Glenn Jacobs is kind of notarized, right? Who's that? Yep. Yep. My my fucking name. Oh, he was Bob Holly. Okay. Yeah, Bob Holly. Hey, yeah. Craig's neighbor. Yeah, Craig's neighbor. Oh, so, fake Jacobs Diesel, fake Diesel. mayor. It's cool. Yep. As part of a storyline mocking the departure Legit of former mayor. employees so Scott lucky. Hall and Kevin Nash, who had left for WCW and is currently killing it with an NWO faction. So apparently, for some reason, Vince just thought that this, oh, we got the characters, we own them, we can just put anybody in, in the seat of it and it'll be fine. Um, lame. The storyline was also <laughs> an attempt to turn uh, Ross into a heel. However, the Jim Ross heel turned uh, unpopular. Why would you make Jim Ross into a heel, by the way? Yeah, I don't, I don't I know. My ass. Razor Ramon and Diesel storyline proved unpopular with the fans. On the October 20th episode of Superstars, Fake Razor defeated Bob Holly. What? 
What are we doing? On October twenty first, he scored. I kind of like that actually. Over Mark Miro, Mark Miro on Monday Night Raw on the November third episode of WWF Superstars Wrestling. Bogner and Fake Diesel defeated Barry Horowitz and Aldo Montoya. They're beating Freeland. It's good. Random tag team. What are we doing? Wow. Random tag. At Survivor Series in '96, they teamed with Farouk. Vader and Vader. Oh God, they had a Survivor four, Series four match. Survivor Series tag match against Flash Funk, Jimmy Snuka, yeah. as old as ah. dirt, Savio Vega, and Yokozuna. That in a no contest. What are we doing? What? what? Are we, it's yeah, because that, wait, how does the Survivor that Series end in a no contest? I have no idea. I I can't even remember. That team that. sounded depressing. Um, like Bogner would also suffer losses to likes of Savio like Vega and Bret Hart. Thank goodness. Boogs. Boogs when he was a kid. Yeah. Despite receiving a WWF Tag Team Championship match against Owen Hart and the British Bulldog at the In Your House 12, uh, it's time. <laughs> that pay-per-view there, which they lost. The gimmicks uh, lifespan lasted only until the 1997 Royal Rumble. Bogner was the first eliminated in the Royal Rumble match when he was eliminated by Ahmed Johnson. Jacobs was the last wrestler legally eliminated from the Royal Rumble Match. I will so say, if there's any Jacobs, bright right? spot, if there's any bright spot to come from this, uh, they after he was Isaac Yankum, and then they put the fake fucking Diesel on Glenn. Um, they liked him. Baker liked him. Everybody liked the way he they worked or whatever. Like so he actually had a good showing in this Royal Rumble. I know it sounds silly, but he had a good. Austin stole the show in the 1997 Royal Rumble, but sure. Glenn as a fake Diesel actually did really well. So in the back, people were like, "Dude, we have to repackage this guy." Uh, we have to do it. So later in that year, in 1987, he was repackaged as Doink the Clown. No, just kidding. He was repackaged as Kane uh, as part of the Undertaker. So that was good. Glenn Jacobs. It's so funny because like it wasn't the the dentist put him over that people were. It was when he had when he was the fake Diesel. He had actually really strong showings on house shows and at the Royal Rumble, and so that's why everybody in the back was like, "Dude, we got to do something with Glenn. We got to." And then so, out of nowhere, it was like, let's make the storyline. Bruce Pritchard's like, let's make a storyline where Undertaker has a brother and all that stuff. And Glenn Jacobs walks right into Kane. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy how it this works in life. That could have killed a career. So when we, we talk about so when we talk about all of Kane's records in the Royal Rumble, about how many people you've thrown over, do they include oh. Ooh. the fake they don't, diesel? They don't. I don't know. They don't. That's they a know. fucking no, great point, no. and I don't know they the don't. answer to that. That's a really every good question. Every time they do the, every time they show the stats for Royal Rumbles, it's they never count those yeah. points for Kane. It's almost like he didn't. They don't. Exist. <laughs> they don't count them because so because you've already checked this. They don't. Yeah, they that's don't count phenomenal. Them. That's so good. Okay. It, wow. it, yeah, I, I was just curious. So these three, I wanted to really put out there because, like, yeah, you know, like, I mean, Glacier is wow. kind of well known and everything. I went back and watched our first three parts. I was like, "Fuck, we never talked about Glacier." I think we talked about Glacier in Glacier. the fourth part that we never aired. But uh, the yeah. fake Deezer and fake Razor Ramon, I know we didn't talk about, and so yeah. I was like, "Oh, we gotta talk that's about this." Like, for... oh god, it's like, no, it, you it's, go. It's Sorry, really cuz. Oh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say, Kane had like, or Glenn, if you want to go that route, he could have had three. Overhyped and filled gimmicks. That third one fucking worked out for him. <laughs> okay, that could yeah. easily fucking flopped. For sure. Right. You got to live up to the yeah. Undertaker. Like, right. That's hard. That easily could have been hard. fucking. Like, and testament to him. could have been a six month to a yeah. year feud and then dropped him. You know what I mean? Like, because it yeah. could just, just been a bad oh, red mask, fire, like a bad yeah. suit. Like, I don't, that, I don't want to get very that lucky to that right now because of who, who he is and what he does, but he definitely was pushing that rock uphill the entire time. Like, Dude, and Kane, I mean, Glenn, um, 
Campbell, the country singer. Uh, <laughs> he was a no. Uh, 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 Glenn Jacobs uh, as Kane was like the guy that was trusted for the next fifteen plus years as the guy like oh, yeah. the safest. It was a night off wrestling with him. He was their Baron so, Corbin, basically. He was a guy well, that like we always talk about. He did a lot of stuff. He was tag champions oh, right. with X Pac, with Brian Danielson, with all yes. that stuff. Like he'll do Kane, anything you, know, you want. Fit in. A perfect team. Hell no, man. Yeah, but Same I will say no, yeah. like. Uh, a guy that we never, I don't think, there's not a lot of memorable matches in there that you go, oh, Kane, or you never popped for Kane. He was just always a good hand, but like... He's a great character. Yeah. Just not... Yeah. He is great. Unlike Stop. Ronda Rousey. Shutting it down for audio fans. Give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio, and Google Podcast. Almost I know LA needs Mount Rushmore in there. Kane. Or watch our videos on yes, YouTube sure. at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you <laughs> give us a follow Undertaker on Mount. Instagram at OWB2019. Um, or check us out on that Daily Motion where you're going to have unscripted, unsanctioned videos watching all of the time. Glacier. Uh, Glacier. 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 Now there's going to well, I Glace, think there's going to be a Glacier match on on you know on sanction on Daily Motion. It's probably going to happen. Bayer, Glenn. Bayer, Glenn. And I will have to suffer through all of that for the OWP. This is Cuz Craig, Dave, and Jess signing off. Have a good one.